0: Welcome to Dentology, the Business of Dentistry podcast. In this podcast, we delve into the non-clinical aspects of dentistry with inspirational guests from across the profession. You will hear incredible life stories, pick up valuable business tips, and be entertained. I'm Andy Acton, and I'm joined by my co-host, Chris Drevens. Thank you for coming. No, sincerely, sincerely, thank you very much indeed for coming, because I'm sure there's um, other things you could have been doing tonight. So we are incredibly grateful yeah no, oh no no you, not me so no, no you had to come you had no choice oh, true. that's true yeah. um so we started this there was a thing back in january 2021 called clubhouse and there's a few people in the room that would remember that and it kind of went up and came down pretty quickly and it was big for about six months and chris and i jumped on it and we really enjoyed it um the big problem with it, it was it was conversations it was an audio only social media platform but it went out live and the The problem with that is that if people were around and they listened to it, it was amazing, but there was no way of recording it back then and you couldn't capture the content. So we got the idea and we said, well, we like chatting and we're kind of nosy and we like talking to people. So it'd be great if we could do it in a format, which meant that we could record it and we could continue to use it ongoing. So out of that was born Dentology. So we started in July a couple of years ago. Um, Most of the people in the room have, have been on, so we're grateful to you because honestly, without the people in the room, you don't have a podcast. Um, Shaz was our very first guest, which was nice, and I think he did it because he was a friend.
1: And it went all right. Yeah,
0: you were very good. You're very good. Yeah. But and we started out, we had three things that we wanted to do. We wanted to hear people's life stories because the amount of people who think they're not interesting, everybody is. Everybody's got a backstory. It's kind of the things that make the people <laughs> that they are today. Um, well, except we wanted- that one guest. Oh, yeah, no, don't, exactly. talk, about yeah, no, don't talk about that one. Him or her. Um, business tips, because it's the business of dentistry. Our world is a business of dentistry. So hearing business tips is really useful. But in reality, nobody has to work on that because just by telling your story, those those tips come out, which is pretty cool. And the last thing is to have fun. You know, we have to do a lot of stuff on a day-to-day basis that isn't fun, and we just have to kind of get through it. So if we can do something that's enjoyable for us to record but also for the people that come on and for the people that listen to it, then we've done something good. So today we're doing a live one, which is a little nerve-wracking, isn't it?
2: Light work, bruv. No, nah,
1: yes. This is a man who's been you, on yeah, TV. I so agree cool, and yeah. say, yes, we're all a little yeah, bit nervous. Yeah,
2: very nervous right now. Yeah, thanks, yes.
1: And stuff. So we're, we're grateful, very
0: grateful for Millard's time. So Millard qualified from Barton London Dental School in the class of 2004 a uh, principal of Chequers Dental Surgery in Hampshire. And of course, we all know and love him as the singing dentist. So welcome, Milo. Yeah, welcome. Thank you for yeah, having yeah, me, guys. For, for being
1: here.
2: <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys for having me on. This is quite amazing. It's and cool. thank you guys for turning up Yes, yeah, just... on giving up your evening to be here and watch this and listen yeah. to this.
1: It's surreal, really. It, it is. A bit red. It's, yeah. cool.
2: it's cool. I was cool. saying, to be fair, when I came in, it is a bit daunting. It's a little bit nerve wracking doing like performances in front of loads of people and doing live TV and stuff. It's not so bad. But when you've got like friends and people, you know, really well staring at you and the lighting is quite intense. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bit daunting, but I'm sure we'll be right. right. We'll, we'll get warmed up.
0: We'll be fine. We'll be fine. So to kick off, what, what do we need to know about your early years to give us a sense of who you are today? How did it all start out for you?
2: Like how early do you want to go? So basically, my, my dad like, right. met my mum one this, night. This, uh, this, uh,
0: no, 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 oh, no. All right, run full from that.
2: D- yeah, yeah. Say, 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 say. Because you know say, what happens, this, this... right? And then, and then nine yeah, months yeah, we later. Got that. And... We okay, got that.
0: it's not that sort of podcast.
2: Fine. <laughs> okay, it's not a medical podcast. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> Let, let's let's say mid childhood years, just to cover out that bit. Oh, I don't
1: know if there's something interesting in it.
2: Well, actually, do you want to know why? I became a dentist. Yeah. And why dentistry kind of happened. Yeah, definitely, yeah. It's an interesting story. So basically, so... I should hope so. It's going to be really dull if it isn't. Yeah, (laughs) I've hyped it up now. Probably going to be terrible. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so um, I was born in Iran, and my mum is from the northern part of Iran, and they have like a custom in the northern part of Iran. Just before the child gets goes on to like solid food, they put the baby kind of on the floor, and they put loads of stuff in front of it that symbolizes a profession. And so there'll be like a ball for sportsmen, there'll be like a piece of wood for carpentry or whatever and then the child just goes and plays with whatever and the thing he or she plays with the most is like what he or she is destined to be in life right and so i played with a syringe it didn't have a needle on it we're not barbarians (laughs) yeah i mean (laughs) it's not it's you know we kept it clean we were just like a syringe yeah so i i I was fascinated they got video of it of me like pulling it out and pushing the air out and stuff so as soon as i picked up the syringe they were like my son is doctor so (laughs) they were chuffed what that they were going to have a doctor or drug addict or drug addict <laughs> or street pharmacist, my friend, you street know, street pharmacist. I like wasn't that. always a dentist. Yeah, street
1: okay,
2: that works. So yeah, so that basically, and then they sort of, you know, bullied me and pressured me into, I mean, they supported me through that <laughs> journey of becoming um, a, a doctor, but then not jokes aside. So then obviously you have to like make a decision when you're filling out a UCAS form yeah, and choosing I mean. your A-levels and deciding what you're going to do with your life when you're 15 years old, which is mental. Because all I was doing, you don't want to know what I was doing when I was 15, but it wasn't thinking about my future. Yeah, I can imagine. But I went and did some work experience.
1: So, so out of it, So from the time you fiddled with a syringe. Yep. So did your family then sort of genuinely, that was like your, genuinely, your, that was your career path? 100%. Was to like, you know, when
2: you're young and so like, what do you want to be when you grow up? I was like, a doctor. Oh, wow. I, I didn't so even like know what it meant. Ingrained yeah. ingrained in you. Wow. Yeah, we call that brainwashing. Uh, Um, Iranian parents are pretty good at that kind of stuff there's some other Iranians in the room and they're nodding like yeah Yeah. we've all been there and I'd I'd probably say Asians as well right so any kind of you've Uh, uh. all experienced it so yeah then I did work experience and I went kind of on call um, with a family friend of ours who was was doing fact at the time and he was doing his medical part and I hated it I thought this is definitely not the life for me just everything it was just so stressful and you know no sleep I need sleep and stuff, <laughs> and the waking up all of a sudden on, when you're on call, and someone's face is hanging off, and you got to kind of be on it and stitch it. I was like, "No, nah, this ain't for me, man." For me, it was always an office hour type life. Mm,
1: right. Okay. Go
2: in, do your business, come home, and forget about work, forget about work and have yeah, your family done, life, have yeah. your separate life. So then, because he was max fact, he had a lot of dentist friends. Mm. So he was like, "Look, go and sit with a friend, of, dentist friend of mine, and see if you like that." And I just loved that because I was always good with people and interacting with people. Yeah. So. That side of it you have. When did you lose that? <laughs> <laughs> About 10 seconds ago, apparently. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like that. I was good at science at school. I was good with my hands, as the police siren rings. <laughs> <laughs> the timing. Um, and yeah, I, I just really enjoyed what the guy was doing. You know, mm. he, was, he was doing medical stuff. It was using his hands, the science you, but, background. I really enjoyed it. But did
0: you find it Brilliant. easy because... You know, we, we see the funny side of Millard. you know, the stuff that you do online. Are you, are you studious? Did, you, did that come to you naturally or did you have to really work hard for that? Uh...
2: <laughs> you know what? I, I'm one of those annoying kids that just smashes it without much work. Oh. <sighs> I'm sorry, guys. Nilesh knows. So Nilesh, my best friend from uni and life, is here in the front row. Big up, my G. Um, he knows me in, in uni. Obviously, where we qualified in the same year. I was... Just the same, I was partying all the time, I was still m c I was still performing in clubs. I'd go do a gig, come home like four or five in the morning, eat some food, shower, go straight onto to clinic Wow, and that was pretty much me for five years. Wow. finals I studied though wow. i i a lot, and I had another friend of ours. we have a mutual friend John who lives in Malta. I used to go to his house and we just do like a week's worth of studying 24 hours a day. And I'd photographic- grow my beard and look like an absolute hobo. Do
1: you have a photographic memory? Or yes. Is it just, oh,
2: okay. yeah, yeah. So it helps a lot with memorizing yeah, yeah. stuff. Um, so yeah, I, I, I would study when I needed to study and I'd kind of do pretty well, mm. which is annoying. I apologize for that. So Sorry, you, people you, are shaking their heads. You came <laughs> to
0: the UK when you were five? Yes. So right? I was born
2: in Iran. We came yeah. when I was five. Yeah, because the war was going yeah. on in Iran.
0: Yeah. And obviously at the moment, there's massive challenges in Iran and I've seen you and a number of other people put stuff out to share messages. Mm -hmm. I guess social media is now amazing for that in terms of sharing messages and how important is that for the people back in Iran?
2: Oh yeah, I mean in Iran at the moment they have like a blackout in terms of you know internet access and Mm -hmm. things and you get little drips and drives of what's coming on and you know for us to be able to talk about it, raise awareness for it. It's been going on a long time Mm. now as well. And there hasn't been much coverage kind of in the Western media and things. So it's down to the Iranians across the world and the globe to keep talking about it and spreading that message and trying to, I really hope there can be some kind of change in Iran because Iran actually is an outstandingly beautiful country Mm. that sadly many people will never experience Mm. because of the regime or because of the stigma of going there. But we have like, mountains snow sun beautiful seas mm. beaches there is everything that you would ever need in iran and it's a very rich and beautiful land There's with beautiful culture, people isn't it? massive yeah, huge and re- culture isn't it like and, it, and the, history right, like the persian empire the you can't culture
1: yeah, exactly you can't amazing. forget
2: about that so it's just a shame that it's in a certain place right now where a lot of people won't ever see that and i doubt well, I don't doubt. Let me rephrase. I really hope that someday I can take my children there yeah. and um, for them to experience it. I mean, not wishing to get political. Do you think there will be change? There has to be. It, it, it can't not be, but it's mm. still very difficult. Mm. Um, I feel that the thing that it's missing right now is that central figure of who is going to take over. Because when the revolution happened before, they had the guy. Mm, he yeah. was the guy that everyone was backing. He was the one shouting all the messages mm. and sadly brainwashing everybody into doing what they did. There kind of isn't that spearhead at the moment. There's a few people, but until we get that kind of, yeah. you need like a Mandela sort of something feet, feet almost. Yeah, like sort of like to. But there has to be change. You can't carry on like this. So okay. yeah, let's hope so.
0: Mm. So bringing it back to dentistry, what what was your dental scored experience like? You said you smashed it, <coughs> and then it was very too dizzy. How, how how was it? Was it was it good? Because obviously we got a whole different uh, group we'll ask, of people. We'll ask Neilish. Yeah, he'll be able to we, tell we, you. We can get the truth later.
2: So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's up to you. So. <laughs> so I was raised in London, right? So South London, and I wanted to stay in London. Um, I did five, because back then you, you chose five uni, unis. Mm. So I chose Bristol, Leeds, Manchester, Kings, and Queen Mary's. It just become Queen Mary, so in London. And um, I got into all five, obviously. <laughs> hum, hum, humble as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> look, mate, I was sick at interviews though. You see, I, I was seeing kids turning up with chopsticks and dice and manual dexterity chat. I was like, bro <laughs> just look at the hands, you know, you know. I don't need to do nothing. Just origami and uh, <laughs> So yeah, I I got into all five, but I wanted to stay in London. I knew I wanted to stay (laughs) in London. (laughs) So it was either King's or Queen Mary's. And what I liked about Queen Mary's, which was over King's, was the campus thing. So we had a very strong campus there. And for the first couple of years, it was very campus-based. And I knew dentistry is a five-year course. Mm. I don't want to be around dentists any more than I have to be.
1: So at least with a campus thing... (laughs) Yeah, sorry, guys. But
2: (laughs) at least with a campus thing... I can study in the law department, right, yeah. and the ladies in the law department look different. Well. <laughs> Nilesh is nodding his head. <laughs> so no, I just I just wanted to enjoy the more campus life. Right, right, okay. right. <laughs> <laughs> the more campus life, yeah. And you
1: in fact, know. we have as a special guest. Yes,
2: <laughs> she's now a criminal lawyer. Yeah. And I'm in trouble. No, um, she could be helpful. It, yeah. So. That's why I kind of chose Queen Mary's. And it was miles away from my um, house back in South. So, so it you w- didn't stay at home? Sta- no, you no, no. The Actually, uh, there's, there's experience, interesting story there as well, if you want to know. So basically the first year I didn't qualify for halls because I'm Londoner, right? But I had a friend from secondary school. His name's Lewis. And he got into Queen Mary's to do maths. But he was living in Oxford at the time And the he got in I think later <laughs> The only room in halls available The only thing that was available Was like a a, a house Like a rented house HMO probably now I'm Thinking uh, about yeah, it yeah. But it was like a student house right, right yeah. And it was a married couple room Oh, For like Big bed Old yeah For older kind of you know Married couples that want to go uni So they offered him this room And it was a bit out of his budget But he was like Millard, do you want to just Get married for a year And I was <laughs> like <laughs>
1: Oh, result
2: i'm in bruv so lucky for us though it was twin beds oh, but result. i'm telling you that year there was a lot of fun <laughs> <laughs> and it was good times so first year i stayed literally and on lots campus of planning
1: i'd imagine lots yeah <laughs> was it like a board or
2: something yeah like a yeah, lot of studying and and, and, room, and and that kind of my stuff night. yeah yeah just checking that's all you you, you you and then yeah i lived in essex for and like you, and you said something
0: about and, and, and you're right because we have heard it for, before from people, that we put pressure on young people to make decisions about their future mm. when they're 14, 15 years old. And it's mental because what you're going through is, at that age, you're in no fit state to make those life decisions, yet you have to choose your O levels, A levels, GCSEs, yep. depending on your age, which then gives you the points to get into uni. And was it? I mean, I know you said about the syringe thing, mm. but was it genuinely obvious to you as a young person that was going to be your route.
2: Well, yeah, because of the brain, uh, because of the support and uh, the kind of directional um, encouragement to to do that. Yeah, it was always going to be did, science-based stuff. Did you ever stuff. think of you know during your uh, encouragement
1: um, of anything else? No. Did you always think actually I am gonna go and be a chicken sexer or? or uh, Plumber Sorry, or what? A, a chicken sexer. It's a, very
2: it's a job. It's a job. It's a job. A chicken, yeah. so a chicken, wait, a chicken sexer. Se- sexer, yeah, yeah, yeah. S-E-X-E-R. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. You don't have sex mm. with chickens. but Because you, you, you no. like you, you
2: that's get, what it sounds like, my friend. No, no, no,
1: no, no. <laughs> you, you pick it up and go male, female, male, female, male. Fits Apparently it's very hard. It is, it, but it is. Have no, they got tiny willies? Is <laughs> that this, is that just, <laughs> this is just all going <laughs> wrong. Little balls. moving back
0: to
2: the fact,
1: was there ever a time? There was no time when? And you no. thought, actually, I'm going to be a DJ. I'm going to be uh I mean,
2: whatever. there was there was that thought every day ah, of my life. Ah, Let's okay, not right, get it twisted. Right, right, yeah, okay. now music music was probably the only other thing I would have done or I would have liked to do um, as a full-time career. Cool. But my dad had a background in music and he was quite prolific in Iran as a musician and composer of lots of hits. Um, and he just kind of kept me away from the music, actually, mm. because the music's ah, a very, okay. very tough life, you know. Um, it doesn't... And he said something to me one time, which was very poignant. He was like, it doesn't luck will get you there, but talent will keep you there. Yeah, right. Having talent doesn't mean there's hundreds of thousands of talented people, but mm. it's just that lucky break that will put you in a place yeah, where yeah. then you can potentially make it a career. Then if you're talented enough, you can stay there.
0: Well, and you have, and we'll come on to the singing dentist bit in <laughs> a minute and geez, you've got, I don't think it's luck, it's, it's pure talent.
2: But Thank you, Andy.
0: Before, before on, on the dentistry bit, mm-hmm. what was your journey from, so you qualified, VT as it was then, associate,
2: no. I didn't do VT. VT is a mugs game, man. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's very valuable. No, so basically my plan. <laughs> my it's pla- very valuable. You're you, not going to edit this one Yeah, minute. Can we tell yeah. that out? <laughs> no, um, so my plan at the time. So I have a lot of family in America. Basically when people escaped Iran with the bad times, they, most of them went to America, California, um, LA especially. And, and
0: you came to South London.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I already had family here. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So yes, we ended up in London, but a lot of people also came to London yeah. and also all over Europe. So Sweden, France, Germany. There's a lot of Iranians kind of dispersed everywhere. But my plan was to go to America. So as soon as we qualified, my plan was to go to California and become a dentist there. Right. And up until the year that we qualified, it was a board exam that you would sit. The year we qualified, they changed it to a two-year university program where you basically go and oh. join like the third years again.
0: Kills
2: it. And it was like sixty-five thousand dollars a year tuition plus then living and da 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 da. Yeah. da. And I was like, I've just done all this study and now is the best time for me to sit an exam. Mm. I can't now sit the exam. I've got to go and do two years worth. And then, so before this realization of that, everyone was doing the VT thing and choosing where you want to go. And then I was yeah. like, I, I don't want to, I'm not going to do VT because I don't want to be here. I'm going to go to California. But I, it was on oral surgery actually, I remember. My oral surgery at the time, He was like, well, why don't you just work while you're preparing for the exams? I was like, well, I can't work without VT. And he goes, you can. There's a thing called a dental assistant. Oh uh,
1: yeah, yeah, That yeah. doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, yeah But so you could
2: work under someone work else's, else's number. number yeah, yeah, exactly. And just mm. crack on. And I was like, all right. Well, do you know anyone? He goes, yeah, actually, I know this guy who used to be a VT trainer, but he's not doing it this year. But he needs an associate. He needs an assistant. And I was like, all right, I'll go. Well, where is Basingstoke? I was like, what the hell is Basingstoke? Like, what is this village of which you speak? <laughs> the village of yeah. Basingstoke. And then I got introduced to him and he gave me the job. So even before exams, before all of that, I had a job. And then when they canceled the whole exam thing, I was like, well, I'm here now. I can't do VT now because everything's done. This guy was a trainer. So he agreed to do all of the courses for me while I was an assistant. And he was paying me well from the very start.
0: That's good. Yes, I was
2: very lucky. And that same guy went on to sell me the practice six years later. And then he became my associate and he retired in 2020. When Are you COVID still in hit, with him? Oh, every, he still comes to the Christmas dues. The last, the last two years, he's been coming wow. to the Christmas dues. We still play golf. He plays off one. Wow! wow. So he's got a lot of time. Yeah, when he was eighteen, he had a choice of golf or dentistry, and his parents ruined his life like they did mine.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, so effectively, you you joined as a dental assistant. Yes. As an associate. Yeah. And then you bought that practice back yep. in 2010. Yes. So your whole dental career, I know you've worked in other places since, but was literally in that one It's that one It's space. in the same room.
2: I've been in the same room 19 years. And how does that make right. you feel? Claustrophobically terrible. <laughs> no, no, it doesn't. It feels like home. It feels like home. It annoys me when other people use my room and they don't put stuff back in the same drawer that they got it out from. <laughs> you you, lot, you <laughs> lot know what I'm talking about now. Yeah. You know what? Yeah,
1: when that's irritating. Where you your chewing gum from the previous no. day. Yeah. And you put <laughs> it off and have a little chew. And
0: how did you how did you kind of morph yourself from, from being the assistant to the associate to the principal of that practice? How was that transition for you? Yeah, Is how it did
2: it go? Um, I think so. It, I didn't, Find it difficult because I always had the business kind of side as well that I I wanted to explore and do because again my my dad was a businessman mm. right so I used to always see him hustling and on the phone and making deals and doing stuff and he was very entrepreneurial mm. um, and I kind of inherited that I think So did
1: you learn from him yeah 100%. and the guy that you worked
2: for then yeah yeah exactly that hundred percent I'm very lucky and and grateful for the opportunity I was given and it's not often when you end up in that type of situation. Mm. And very early on, um, Oscar, his name was, he kind of said to me, look, if you ever want to buy this place, it's yours. Very early on, within even a couple of years. And I think at that time, the contract had just come in 2006. So after mm-hmm. two years of the good old days of fee per item, yeah, yeah. Uh, the contract came in in 2006. And then all the stuff started coming in, like HDMO 105 oh, yeah. and the cross infection stuff and needing a decon room. And yeah. he was like, you know what? I can't be bothered with any of this. So here's this young kid. If you want to do all of that, Filly take beach, it, yeah. take it. And then he, I'm very lucky, he sold me the um, business, he sold me the property, he sold me everything. And he just chilled and kicked it. And actually, the whole deal was brokered by this amazing company. I don't know if you've heard of them. They're called Frank Taylor & Associates. <laughs> oh, oh, well,
1: there we go. Done, right? yeah, well, yeah, 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 well done. Yeah, there we go. Brilliant. So, yeah. so you've been... I knew, obviously. Yeah, yeah obviously. So, I knew. Yeah,
0: yeah. So, so you've been a principal there for 13 years. Everything, lucky number 13. Well, but, but the, well, the thing is, it's an interesting number because... Um, I think quite often people that own dental practices suffer fatigue and there's a point at which you just kind of almost burn out with Mm. everything that goes with owning and running a business. Everything comes at a cost. Has the cost of owning a practice been worth it for you?
2: Yeah, definitely. It's allowed me the opportunity to do all the bits I do. Mm -hmm. Um, When the singing dentist stuff happened, and obviously then a lot of opportunities started coming my way, being in clinic five days a week was not possible. Mm. So I had to take time away from fingers and mouths in order to be able to concentrate on these other yeah. things. And when you end up in a certain position, I believe things happen for a reason. Very, very mm-hmm. strong believer in things happen for a reason. And that singing dentist that thing happened. I I think I know the reasons now, but it happened. And I thought, right, we've got to just go with this 100% and see where this goes and where mm. it takes me. And yeah, I, I wouldn't have been able to do it if I was just an associate so. that had to like book time off. Or mm. When you're the principal, you can kind of... Yeah, yeah freestyle a bit so,
1: so take us to the singing dentist I mean what was you know what, how did that you're sitting there going oh I'll tell you what in fact he's singing uh, I mean how, did you think about it no. or was it like oh I'm gonna, <coughs>
2: off we go it, it was no it was a total accident I'm, I'm sure everyone knows the a story by accident. now but I'll, I'll tell it again so basically um, there was a patient that was booked in for endo root canal that is for all the non dentists listening
0: <laughs>
2: and then they FDA'd which is not a amazing a uh, dental brokerage company. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We have uh, noticed
1: the similarity. in FTA, like that? And such yeah, Failed to the it to So basically this patient stuff. didn't
2: show up. So I had like 45 minutes. Um, and then I kind of just sent my nurse out and a song came on the radio. And this was in November, 2015. And it was Hotline Bling by Drake. <laughs> and I, was, I used to rap and I've always done music and music was a massive part of everything I do. And um, so I have the ability to just make up lyrics. Sometimes they're terrible often they're amazing. This time, <laughs> it, honestly, and this that time- humble time, thing, yeah, just, yeah. Oh,
1: it's so clearly
2: coming through, Milan. I keep real. it real. But no, the, on this special occasion, it was pretty good. So I just started freestyling about Endo to the song of Hotline Bling by Drake. And then I kind of did it and I made up the lyrics on the spot and I thought this was quite funny. So then I, I kind of brought it up on YouTube and I sung it again and recorded myself on the phone doing it. And then I thought, yeah, this is this is funny. So I sent it to- Nilesh sent it to a few other guys and sent it to another friend of mine called Payman. And he was like, bruv, this is genius. You've got to put this online. And back then Facebook was in its kind of infancy. Mm. It was really, Facebook was used. There was videos on there, but not much. And it was kind of used to like message your nan and you know, whoever. Instagram wasn't even a platform and YouTube mm. was the main like video hosting mm. thing. So he put it up in Facebook in like a closed, closed dental group. Dentists liked it, they started sharing it. Then it broke out of the group and public started to see it because I used words like endo and I even mentioned the the people that we don't speak of the, the, oh, oh okay
1: uh, yeah oh okay yeah 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 and right. um, you, now. Yeah. you know I used
2: a lot of dental terminology <laughs> t- dental terminology in there and so people liked it because I was kind of rapping and my eyebrows were doing their thing I don't know what happened with the eyebrows
0: well, that just it's happens.
2: involuntary <laughs> synchronized eyebrows I cannot they are the backing dancers and I cannot control <laughs> what they do. So yeah, um, they were doing their thing and I was kind of doing the, and people liked that. So I thought, all right, let me actually write one then. And then at, the, at that time, Happy was the biggest song at the time by Pharrell. Yeah. Despicable Me 2 just come out. It was just a massive record. So I thought, all right, everyone knows Happy. Let me change that. What can I do? Uh, gappy. You might be gappy if you don't brush your teeth. You might be gappy if you don't floss your teeth. So I thought, boom, wrote it. And then, yeah, recorded it. And I was going to put it on YouTube. I was like, you know what? I need a page. So what am I going to call myself? So I thought, all right, let's have a think. I rap. I can rap. I've always rapped. Let's call myself the Rapping Dentist. I thought that's a sick name, Rapping Dentist. So I got out an app and I created the logo, and I had a little face because everyone liked the eyebrows, so I did a face, yeah. and I, I wrote Rapping Dentist on it, and I created the the logo, and then my dad is like a massive part of what I do, right? So I went to my dad, and I was like, Dad, what do you think of this? He took one look at it, he went. Raping dentist, What is this <laughs> shit? <laughs> I was like, Dad, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's two P's, <laughs> Dad. <There's> two P's. <laughs> it's <piece. There's laughs> rapping, rapping. Look looking like brilliant. raping dentists. <laughs> it? <laughs> I, yeah. I was like, <laughs> That is brilliant. Yeah, man. Let's <laughs> let's change that because <laughs> that's a different George brand altogether. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, Call yourself singing dentist, like, because there was this thing called singing detective back in the day in his uh, like yeah, era. Yeah, 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 yeah I'm yeah. too young for that, but you guys like that, so. Uh, um, and thank you very much for this evening. Yeah. <laughs> so he said, call yourself Singing Dentist. But I was like, I can't actually sing. I'm a terrible singer. But I thought that would actually add to the comedic thing because yeah. I'm not a very good singer. Yeah. And so we went with Singing Dentist. So I changed it to Singing. and I made a YouTube channel and I put Gappy up there. And it did like 300 400,000 views in not like a week or two weeks. Wow. I was like,
0: rah, I find it incredible. That's it? Mad. There was no planet. You just no. did it. You came up with a name that clearly didn't play out well with your father. Um, Thankfully. You changed your name and you went again. Yeah. But then then you jumped on and you did Shape of You. And that, that came later. Yeah. That's, that's oh, my God. Like nearly 4 million views. Yeah. Was that the thing that really blew yeah, yeah.
2: you up? Yeah, 100%. So prior to Shape of You, I'd kind of done some stuff. And then it started to get picked up by like the pages, the big viral pages. So Lad Bible and Unilad and mm-hmm. all them kind of pages started posting my videos. And they'd get like 20 million views, 30 million views on, right. on my videos. But I could never monetize the videos because they're,
1: Pastiche is actually pastiche.
2: That's right. Yeah. Parody is visual movie when you take on a movie. Pastiche is when you take on a song, but everyone just calls and it parody. Based on anyway.
0: that, everyone can claim CPD for tonight. Congratulations, yeah. <laughs> everybody!
2: Have you put the objectives up? Because uh, we yeah, need yeah, objectives, yeah. and there will be feedback There's forms. Certificates later. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah they they kind of posted it and I, I wouldn't really monetize it. And it wasn't about making money for that. It was just doing something fun and raising yeah. awareness for dentistry and just showing some positivity, right? And they'd kind of posted it and started to go a bit mad. The thing that kept me doing it though was the comments that I'd get back. It was unbelievable. The response was properly overwhelming for a, a long period of time because it would be mums telling me that, you know, they like sick children were watching the videos and bringing, wow. it was bringing smiles to them and all like my, you know, disabled daughter that was so scared of the dentist never wanted to go has now from your videos wanted wow. to go and booked on. Who'd have thought the those stuff.
0: things would have come out. That's amazing. That.
2: Exactly that. And, mm-hmm. and it was because of this constant stream of these type of messages that I just kept doing just it kept doing because it. I thought I can't, you know, it. what started out as a fun thing has turned into something that is genuinely helping people. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I just, I just kept doing it and I, I would, I would let it die. Because with something like that, you can't just do one every week. Yeah. Because people get bored of it. And, oh, not this guy again. Mm. Just sack that off. So I'd wait and I'd wait for a big hit to come out and then I'd jump on it and parody it and do it. And then you just ride the wave of the hits that were already there. Mm. So when Ed Sheeran came back, because he'd taken a year Exodus yeah, at that time, yeah, yeah. he came back and Shape of You was the first song. The minute I remember very clearly, I was in the surgery and Radio One was on and they said, This is the brand new song. Ed Sheeran. And the minute it went dun, 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 dun I thought that's a hit. I could hear it straight off the bat. I listened to the rest of it. I don't know what I was doing with the patient, but they had to wait. <laughs> Three minutes, 20 seconds. They had to wait because I was focused. I heard it and I thought, all right, this, this is the one. I have to parody this. But I could not find anything. because shape of you. All I could think of was shave your tooth. And I was like, that is not good. That's not a dental term. How do I make that pleasant? It doesn't sound pleasant. And I, I, I was struggling. And literally, I, was, I kept walking around. the house going, shave your tooth. Shave your tooth. What can I do? And it was my wife. That went, call cool, it save your tooth. She doesn't sound like that, but she's like, save your tooth. And do you not talk? Does she shout at you? I think she was obviously somewhere in else. In another part of the house. Yeah, I was obviously in the toilet, which is where I do my thinking. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I thought, save your tooth. That's good. Mm. So then I wrote it that evening. Genuinely, I heard it that, that day. I wrote all the lyrics that evening. The next day, I recorded it and then put it out. Wow. And it went mad. And is that still
0: your process? Because you say you kind of wait for a banger to come out and and ride on it, which makes good sense Mm because you're going to get airtime. Is that still the way you do it? Do you have a plan? Do you say, I'm going to put out, I don't know, five, six, seven pieces of work per year? Mm. Or is it when something comes to you, you do Mm. it? Yeah, when when it comes, yeah, when it comes, I do it. And then there's some that are like you
2: try and they're just complete shite. Yes. And they, they never get posted. My kids are the filter. I really, yeah i'm not joking i record this it yeah 100 oh, well, well. because if you can keep the attention of like a five six seven as they got older but a child then you've done all right and i'd play it to them and i and they'd watch it and if they would kind of get bored i'm like this one's dead
1: wow
2: you can't put that out or i'd revisit it and record it again or put more stupid face or something in it right so yeah but the process is one of two ways either there's a banger and then I find a way to make it dental, mm. or there's a dental message, and then I find the song to suit. So okay. recently, when there was all this stuff in the news about um, buying aligners direct and yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff, right? And I got asked to talk about it, and you know, talk about it on TV and things. I was like, all right, this is obviously topical. It's made the news. it's, it's in the, the mm. press? What can I do? So I was trying to find a song for that, and then aligners online. Remember the time. Michael Jackson, boom! Um, Everyone knows that tune. Yeah. So let me see if I can do. it. I had a few, um, that but that one was that one was the strongest. Which is harder? Which
1: is the harder way around yeah, doing yeah. it? You know, is it is it easier to get a, a banger of a tune and get words adapted mm. rather than get a message that you then have to
2: find a song to? To be fair, I'm so lyrically sick. It's easy.
1: easy. <laughs>
2: uh either oh, that's or. A great answer, either yeah. or my friend <laughs> it's light work no but some songs write themselves right so return of the Ma- mac by yeah, mark morrison yeah, yeah, yeah. that became return of the plaque i mean what else is it going to be right and that came to me i was djing one night and i played return of the mac and everyone went mad and i was like rah and literally while i was in the club i just wrote return of the plaque And that Mm. went on to do, I think, 15 million views on like Lad Bible or whatever. So some things just write themselves. When it
0: starts, does it flow quickly? Yeah. Once the idea comes, is it like... Yeah,
2: 100%. 100%. But that comes from the years of emceeing and writing songs Mm. and, you know, being involved in music. That's not something that is kind of easy to do. And people might think it's easy to do and they they kind of try it and Mm. sometimes it's not the, the the greatest piece of work that they may produce.
0: I'm also interested in how you record it. It's still on a stand, in your surgery, straight to screen, one take. That's it. So obviously a lot of people invest extraordinary amounts of time in producing content and they're obsessed mm-hmm. about the quality mm. in terms of the quality of, of of the production value. But if you've got good content, does the production value not matter as much?
2: I think now it does still matter because we are flooded with mm. content, right? Mm. And if something isn't visually appealing or it doesn't sound very good, you just don't, don't want to watch yeah. it because we have to now fight for people's attention on social media because there's so much great content being put out there, right? And you've got, I don't even believe in three seconds, you've literally got half a second, mm. one second wow. tops to get someone to watch it. And so it has to visually be nice. The colors have got to look good. The setting has got to be nice. The audio has got to be perfect. So... It's not as raw as it was, but it's still definitely one take on my phone. Thankfully, the phones have got amazing cameras nowadays, right? So on the phone, in my surgery, with a tripod and just me, and everyone has to be gone because I find it. So this is the thing, people ask me to perform them live. I actually get quite shy. Right. Perform. I know no but performing those songs I, I don't like doing Yeah, I like doing them in, in my surgery and I want millions of people and millions of people end up seeing it just as well we didn't ask him to yeah. do one now no, mate I would have said no exactly. it wouldn't happen and people ask me all the time and I, I just I, f- I find it awkward emceeing thousands of people I'll do it right now but doing my dental songs I just think that that's that's the singing dentist guy and then he does it in a surgery. Yeah. It's almost like a different persona. Do you always
0: separate those personas out? Yeah.
2: Even though my personality is what it is. So the singing dentist isn't a different person. Like I I sound mad talking about in a third person as well. I hate people. people do that but it is... I guess a character, but it's still just me. Like everyone that knows me knows me, and I've been the same forever. Like mm. nothing has really changed at all.
1: What's it like being recognised? Because I mean, we we've met you a few times, you know. And I'm just thinking the one on the we were at the showcase on Friday. We had a conversation with you about today, didn't we? And and we could not have walked more than about I don't know three feet without someone like. oh yes, <laughs> That woman who was in Costa went completely nuts. What's yeah. the matter with her? Oh, I've never seen you. are so close. Oh, Can I touch you? It's like, oh, man. Do you want a picture? Oh, I could have a picture with him. Can I have a picture with him? It's okay. It was. Bonkers, yeah. and then we only got about another ten foot, and someone else. Yeah. We walked in the hall, someone else. It was unbelievable.
2: Yeah, I mean, at, at dental events, obviously it happens. It happens a lot, but it's surprising when it happens a lot outside, completely you must, unrelated places. Your coverage is sort of out yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah, it's mad. I mean, Tesco, it will happen. Petrol stations, will happen. I've had people in traffic. I'm just sitting in traffic, and I look over, and they're like, <laughs> 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 like toothbrushing at sure me. That's
1: what they're saying. I hope that's
2: what they're saying, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Because if it was the other thing I would have pulled over. I mean, I, I, mean, I was You're just going, checking. You're to get it when that's you can, that's my that's friend. From, that that's like, yeah. So it, it's mad. Or, or they look at me and they kind of try and do the eyebrows and look like they're <laughs> like mid-stroke or something. You know? So yeah, it, 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 it's crazy. It's crazy where it happens. And I remember the most random one. So we were on a family holiday in Portugal and we found like some remote kind of restaurant and we went into this place and we were the only ones in this place. And, and this old waiter like kind of comes up and he doesn't speak a word of English. And we're like pointing at the menu. And it was like a fish place, right? It was right on the, the coast. And he kept looking at me funny. And I was thinking, does this guy not seen- not like me. I was yeah. like, has he not seen ethnic people or something? like? <laughs> so I was a bit like, rah, this is a bit awkward. And he kept going and coming back and looking at me, giving me funny eyes. And he came and he came back funny eyes. And then the, when, towards the end, when they got the bill, he came up and he goes, I know you, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Really?" <laughs> it's Shiran, no? ah, Brazil, And I was like, wow. "Yeah, Of the guy." It. He asked for a photo, and we took a photo, and I could not believe it. He was he could have, he was like 75 <laughs> years old.
1: Wow. that just changed the. I mean, some
0: insane, reason, isn't the insane? Reach, but that's it? the reach of the social media. It's mad. You, apparently in Brazil, apparently. There's a huge following in Brazil yeah, of your work. Yeah,
2: mad. And actually all of South America, and that was because of the Despacito one.
1: Right. Uh-huh. So
2: when Despacito came out, so that came out that summer. So March, the Ed Sheeran tune dropped and then it went mental and then I kind of let it die. And then that summer, Despacito came out, which, which had like the most yeah, ever yeah. views ever on YouTube. I think it's it's gone now. Um, but it was the biggest record. Mm. So I thought, I've got to parody this. And I was like, what the heck? I can't even speak Spanish. But I had a, a Spanish friend who helped me write the lyrics. So I, I kept telling him, listen, how do I say this? And he'd write it. Oh, and we kind of bounced back. And the whole concept of take a sito. I heard you broke your tooth eating a Dorito. <laughs> Genius, man. So I recorded that, put that out. And all of a sudden, like my following in the whole of South America and Spain and all of that went through. The, and people were sending me long messages in Spanish. <laughs> Like I could speak Spanish, so Google Translate got battered that much. <laughs> it was it was good. But yeah, it's 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 just dim- and that's the other thing as as well I'll do. So if there's a specific message, I'll do it for that demographic. But, right. Yeah. And I'll choose a song that they like. Mm-hmm. So recently I've been doing drill songs, which I, I don't appreciate that genre of music. But I've been having to do drill songs because Drills. Song. Drill, yeah. Not not that. The drill is a genre of music. It's kinda oh. like UK rap, very it's a young bloke thing. grimy okay, type, yeah. underground y type thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, I knew that. But to speak one. to the kids I'm parodying drill songs. Oh,
1: wow. But then
2: if, I, if I've got a topic, like when I did implants, I was going to talk about implants. Obviously, you tend to be a bit older when you need an implant, so I kind of chose a song that the older Democrat I chose Missing You by... Well, Puff Daddy, but obviously Sting had the original yeah, one, yeah, right? Yeah. So they would know that record. And I called it Missing Tooth.
0: And is there, <laughs> is there a link back into business for you in terms of being a dentist and the dental practice? Does it does it act as a, as a, as a draw and a, and a marketing tool?
2: This impatience. It was never that, though. No, no. <clears throat> and people on the comments have always said, oh, this is genius marketing. And oh my God, what a clever idea. And that, I wouldn't say it annoys me, but I always reply to that and go, mate, it actually wasn't ever a marketing mm-hmm. thing. It was, it was an accident Sounds and we rolled fun. with it. But now it, it has become a massive tool. Yeah, when you have so many people watching and so many eyeballs. I put a post out on Monday um, for like veneers. We have same day smiles with avant-garde. Yeah. I just put one post out. I cannot tell you how many messages I've got off the back of that one post and how many patients are now coming from all over wow. just for that treatment to, to Basingstoke. Wow. They even asked where's Basingstoke. I'm like, brother, I don't even know. And I worked here like 19 years. So, it's a village. Yeah, it's yeah, a, village. It's, it's it's a nice little village. So yeah. I just sent in the postcode. and yeah. like, it's three hours away. I'm like, listen, do you want me to find someone closer? No, 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 I trust you. I was like, you don't even know me. Wow. But okay, I'm glad wow. you
1: appreciated the music. So come on over, bro. Do you get the, do you get the Z-listers trying to sort of like say, well, like, I'll come to you because I was in a, one episode serving a drink in TOWIE. So therefore, any chance you can do my teeth because I promise I'll promote you. Always, yeah. Um, So you must have to then sort of almost like refine those
2: people. Not really, man. I I show love to everyone. And it makes no difference who you are, what you do. I've had some A-listers that I've treated that I'm not allowed to post and do stuff. I've had other like reality people. You know, we've all treated kind of famous people, right? Some of them are are super hard work, though. I'm not going to lie. They're not my favourite group of people to treat. But actually let me rephrase it's not I don't want to categorise because that's unfair some of them can be can be hard work because they want a lot mm. and then they don't kind of want to pay at all whereas the ones that are down will always pay right because those are the ones and they I, appreciate I thinking, it's the skill. ones you want it for free yeah and, and then... but look it has to work so sometimes it of course it pays because then you can think of that as your marketing budget, right? You absorb yeah, the cost yeah, so. because it will make a difference. But that whole influencer thing and using influencers to promote dentistry or promote anything is completely different mm. now. Mm. It's, not, it's not the same as what it was five years ago at all. So you have to be very selective but who you it's, choose.
0: It's opened other doors for you as well, isn't it? You know, you're into football. So you now do celebrity football matches. I, know. Which I, I guess as somebody who just owned a dental practice, those doors probably wouldn't have opened without the same no, dentist no. side of things. And can no you actually way. play
2: football? I'm actually not bad. Oh, that's good. I can play. I play in defence. Which okay. actually sounded like a great idea when I said, yeah, yeah, I play in defence. And I'll play in defence. But I play left back. I'm left footed. And left back, the opposing person is the right wing. Which when they're like a 21-year-old Love Islander who plays semi-professional football, <laughs> it's hard work for 90 minutes, let me yeah. tell you. Because oh, yeah. those young lads can run. And me, I'm not as nimble as I used to be, my friend, but I'm in the gym every day now. And yeah, I just tackle them. Because that's the thing is when in the old days when I played proper football, first 30 seconds, you mash them. Yeah. <laughs> Let yeah. them know. Let them know you're there. All day, this is what you're getting. <laughs> Don't run past me again. <laughs> but in a celebrity game, it's a bit uncouth to like chop down, you know what I mean? <laughs> they're like reality kid off of Taui or whatever. So I have to, uh, it's hard work because yeah. they're really good players though. And also we get to play with, you are right there, bruv? <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's still with us he's, he's laughing us. He, was, he
2: was laughing so much he nearly died let me tell you yeah <laughs> so yeah there's like ex-pros that come and play so it, it's an actual it's a proper honour to be able to play there. and we play in like premiership football grounds and stuff and just really? even to go yeah just even to go to which the dressing your, which room which is your favourite ground Villa Villa Park really? Villa hmm. Park is a stunning ground and the, the grass is immaculate the dressing it was just really nice man they treated us really really well there so yeah and I, I get to play you played the Emirates sadly not that is one for the for the bucket list thanks oh, i'd love to but yeah it is it is genuinely a, an amazing experience and the good thing about it is the celebrity there are celebrity matches but they're all for charity mm, and it's always great. a local charity And it's not like a massive charity it will be a family whose child is going through something and they'll come to the match and we get to nice. meet the child wow. and meet the family really? and nice, you yeah. see exactly where that money goes and you follow up with them and you just you get to know these people so mm. it's, it's a privilege to be able to do that and Yeah, I I really enjoy it. And the beauty is they have roll-on subs. So I can come Ah, on five minutes, shoot my load and come off. And then come on again and shoot again, my friend. So, yeah, it's, it's great. Have a rest. Have a rest. Catch if, my breath. And Energy if you, drink.
0: And have you reversed any of that back into business? There's a guy called James Kerr that wrote a book, Legacy, about the All Blacks. And he looked at the All Blacks and kind of come up with these, these things that the All Blacks did that made them so incredible. And said, what can we learn about business? Have so you taken any things that you learned from football that have helped you in business or, or the other way around?
2: Well, well, football is a team sport, right? Mm. And teamwork 100% makes the dream work. <laughs> but no, it generally does. Like you, we can't do what we do without a team. And that that actually is probably the biggest struggle I've had because I am quite, controlling is the wrong word, but I like to be in control of everything. Controlling then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, and, and delegating, I think is a skill mm. that, you kind of have to learn and it comes with trust in your team so when you delegate to somebody you can trust that it's going to get taken care of Mm. and I find that hard I find delegating hard because I I like to know that I've done everything and but then you stretch yourself thin man and you don't have time to do everything and then things don't get done then
1: Delegation is a real skill Yeah yeah.
2: So I would say teamwork 100% Mm. which is I know it's a bit cliche but it's the truth Mm. because you need that you need that in dentistry 100% You've got
0: you've got a lot a lot going on you're spinning a lot of plates juggling a lot of balls anything else uh Is there
2: a record oh what sorry a record a record i did we did actually do a record um i like your molars molars that got turned into a proper song with a record label i couldn't believe it yeah they they heard it somewhere and then they approached me and said <laughs> they want to do it so but that was during covid so the whole promotional thing was difficult to do in covid right so i had to like shoot a video of myself in my room and wow. it was it was a weird experience but we put that out and raised I think about three grand for charity. Oh, oh, nice. So that was good. That's we decided brilliant. to give it, give it all away. So that yeah. was, that was good fun. Um, there is something Go on I'm doing. No one knows. What's that? I haven't actually told anyone yet. Feels like a world exclusive. Yeah. Do you guys want to? And thank you very much, man. <laughs> <thousand. laughs> I think I need English, those. Um, so I've written a book. Ooh. What it's, about? It's called um, Instagram for Dentists, and it's. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> Is, 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 it's, it's, <laughs> it's available on Amazon. My pseudonym Shaz Memon. If that, you wanna, is,
0: is, is it the third
2: edition? It's the fourth, actually. <laughs> is, it about, the, uh... is it about
1: this thick? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a th- great really, book. Really thick. Yeah, it's a
2: great book. <laughs> <laughs> How thick <Yeah>. is it? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh! No, so yeah, I've written a book. It's called The Whole Tooth, the whole and tooth. yeah, so I was randomly approached. I did like a Radio Two thing, and then um, it went, it went really well. Just like a chat, I got invited on, and then we're talking about stuff, and then a publisher like just hit me up straight off the back of that and said, listen, we just heard you on the radio. We think you're you know, funny, incredible, that kind of usual stuff. Um, <laughs> no, so they were like, you mind, have you ever thought about writing a book? I was like, absolutely not. Like, I, I can't even begin to think about writing a book. I wouldn't even know where to start. <laughs> yeah. And they were like, well, look, come in for a meeting. So I went and sat with them and they said, look, we think you've got so much to offer and so much to say. There isn't really any good dentistry books out there that explain about dentistry, what it's like, to actually be a dentist, mm. your story is very unique and interesting. So why don't you just write a book? Here's a deal. And wow. the advance was good. Yeah, excellent. So I was is like, will take that. So you had to no, do it? So I had to then write a <laughs> bloody book. And they wanted like 40,000 words. Whoa. That's a lot of words. That is a lot of words. Yeah. And I said, how many pictures? And they were like, none. So yeah, so 40,000 words. And proper words. As yeah, well. proper yeah, actual, yeah, yeah, proper oh, actual, yeah. proper English words. So... um at the time, so I've got another couple of friends, um, Woody and Cliny. They're like massive yeah, yeah, kind yeah, yeah. of, you know, online social media guys. And they were writing a book and they were using like a ghostwriter, And they said, look, it's dead easy, mate. You can talk. This guy comes around. He puts the dictaphone on and you just chat for like two, three hours. And then magically a few weeks later, chapters turn up. And I was like, "That's the guy." Yeah, bring yeah. him to the house. Talk so and it's written. Yeah, so he would come over, and we'd just shoot pool. We'd chat. We'd go for a drive, and he'd just record everything and ask me stuff. So we had the chapters. Mm. We knew what it was going to be, and then he said, "Yeah, so tell me about your upbringing." So I told him that story with the syringe and, yeah. you know, talked about the singing dentists. And then the history of dentistry. He was like, look, we need a chapter about it. So, so I have to sit down and research. Yeah, So I think chapter two is the history of dentistry, like how it came about. Right, okay. So that is a super interesting chapter. If you don't know about how dentistry came about, you need to obviously buy the book now because I'm going to tell you nothing. But <laughs> um, It is actually on pre-order right now if you want to <laughs> look it up. The whole tooth. But yeah. Um, and then there's a bit about, so I called it Dentistry Backstage. Because I don't think people appreciate enough what goes on in the dental practice. Yeah. Wow. And I just want people to read it. Yeah. And then there's stories. There's stories. So for a little while, I was kind of incognito going to like dental shows and going, listen, have you got any funny stories about dentistry? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, shush, shush, get my phone out. Tell me about it. And they will like, tell me their funny stories about what happened <laughs> with a patient or this or really. that. And so I've anonymously used them yeah, as fabulous. like kind of anecdotes in the, in the thing. And there's a bit about me. There's a bit about, there's myth busters. Cause again, loads of people don't know anything about dentistry, right? They mm. think they do they not know anything. So I've done some myth busters in there. It's actually, so here's, here's the funny bit. I wrote this book. Well, Seb did, but I kind of, um, Proofed it And read it And tweaked it You spoke it I spoke it And he transcribed it yep. And then I had to Kind of make it My own So he'd leave spaces He'd be like Insert your joke So I'd have to like Put oh, really? my own voice oh, into, oh, the, into the story Yeah excellent. But I'd never read The whole thing I've read chapters And obviously I've, I know what the book is But mm-hmm. i have never read it Then the publishers go Listen We want to do an audio book And we want you to read it oh, And wow. I was like I'm there Tell me when So they hired a studio For me to go Oh cool and I read my whole book From start ta- to finish It took Genuinely So we had a three hour session And then a Five hours Eight hours Wow To read the whole thing Yeah Brilliant. And Genuinely It's really good I said Were you mm. like surprised? No 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 Honestly yeah. i have surprised myself I'm surprised
0: how humble you are Honestly No 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 it's But inclu- listen
2: I'm very modest But this book <laughs> No, genuinely, it's, it's come out. It's come out really good. Oh, I was surprised good. myself. I, I was actually reading it sometimes, going, "Did I write this?" Yeah. Like, who, I
1: suppose it's that thing, as you say, if you've only ever done chapters,
2: yeah, you you've don't know how it read The whole piece. continuity, yeah. piece, that's and it. And now
1: you've you've read it, it's like, yeah. Oh, actually, this actually is, this is decent. Yeah, this good. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And yeah. I want to say thank you to Nilesh because he did the foreword for oh. me of the book. So he. He's known about it for a while and Nilesh has had a sneaky copy to see Uh because I had to get some opinions and stuff and he said it's pretty good so I'm I'm chuffed with that.
0: I think what's cool as well is doing, I think whenever you listen to an audio book that's narrated by the author... I just think it feels so much more authentic than when they get somebody else to do it. It's more interesting,
2: isn't it? Because you actually put into it because you know what you said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, it was so much fun doing the audio book, but you're literally in like a room. So I've got some content I'll put out, but you're in just like a tiny room and there's a bloke there. And every so often he'll stop you. Let's do that again. Because maybe there was a a blip or you fumbled a word. And you know what? You can't. So I I couldn't sing any of the songs because of the copyright. You also can't really do accents. Right. Because it might be offensive right. to uh, the person whose accent okay. you're doing. Yeah. And I gotta do accents, bruv. Every so often. Like if I'm telling <laughs> if I'm telling a story, you've got to put on the accent innit. You gotta do you gotta do the thing. But I wasn't allowed to do accents. So and it it was, was, was a great Iranian experience. Accents. So, yeah, so, I could do Iranian. I was yeah. allowed. <laughs> it's it's to my do that. dad. Yeah, yeah. So he's not he won't complain. So when's it?
0: when's it out when can people I think get like coffee April we're not oh, far. Soon. yeah man, Like April 28th or 4th or something like that oh wow you sound yeah. well keeping it quiet i it know. know i have
2: but we now are going to start doing the promo thing and the pr team are kind of all over it and i'm going to be doing like a waterstones thing what? like oh. Oh. it's mad Excellent. yeah to actually get it. and it's hard back initially and then they you might could do doing a
1: signing session how cool yeah is that? but mate
2: I don't, think, I don't think people are going to turn up, bro. I'm like, listen, can we not do the waterstones? Because if I turn no, no, up and one do, yeah. Listen, if room, you don't we'll turn, turn up, up I'll yeah, tell yeah, you yeah, yeah, where it, it is, really yeah. And then you guys can make me feel good about myself, yeah. But yeah, so that's that. I, um, there's one other thing. I'm 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 doing a, a comedy pilot.
1: Oh, oh, wow.
2: Yeah, I'm acting we... and stuff. So that's What's getting that, filmed. I can't tell you that. Oh, okay. But I've learnt my lines. Excellent. I'm I'm actually quite like a main character in this thing. So if it get picked, nah. It like... Sim, something in in the medical world though right? okay it's so good though i can't tell you I've, I've read the whole script for all of the episodes but the pilot it's so good that's not bloody if this gets all, picked, picked it, up right? if this gets picked up it is going to be so good it's like an eight-part comedy series uh, are you in a way with past? a twist yeah, yeah. i'm like oh, i'm like probably character? like the third or fourth kind of main character guy Ooh, yeah wow. it's insane but it's so good I wish I could <laughs> tell you guys about it, but honestly, <laughs> and my character, when, when my, my characters when will like.
1: When it come out on my. So come we, out? we're
2: doing we're shooting the pilot um, mid April. Right. Uh, yeah, it looks it looks really good. I had, I had to do like self tapes. that actors do I had to like what? so they, they sent me a script. So basically, you just record yourself into it as if oh, you're so delivering so you can it. See what right. you're looking. Yeah, at. yeah, yeah. Oh, and okay. so yeah, it's it's mad. So that if. If that gets picked up, and it's going to be really good. did
1: come about then? Did someone approach you?
2: So I, I had a little cameo or in a movie. You, or have
1: you been like put hawking yourself? No, no, no. It? I
2: had a cameo in a movie called On the Other Foot. Mm. And it was about a racist white gentleman that wakes up black. <laughs> and they, it was a comedy. And they kind of did that a during the whole kind of, you know, movement and with the George Floyd things and Black Lives Matter and stuff. So um it was done by a friend of mine, Freddie Niwaka, who's a independent filmmaker and director. And he came up with a story, put it together. And then he wanted to do a scene with me in it. And he was like, look, what can we do? And I said, well, look, obviously I'll play a dentist and why don't we get the racist white guy to come to the clinic? And his dentist is normally Mr. Smith, but Mr. Smith ain't there that day. So he can come and see Dr. Ali. Wow! And then we can have like a, and actually that was based on the true story. So when I first started in Basingstoke, I remember within that first week I was in the surgery and someone came in and took a look at me and went, hello. I was like, Hi. Come on. My name's Dr. Millard. Nice to meet you. Come and see Oh, you speak English. Well, yeah. And I was like, yeah, so do you. Do you want to have, come and have a <laughs> seat? Like, <laughs> I mean, come on, bruv, I, it's NHS <laughs> robot. You've got five minutes. Get in the chair. <laughs> so, um, yeah. And I thought we could take that story and turn yeah. it into a thing. So that actually made the, that, that made the scene. So I had a little cameo right. and then the actor I was with at the time, then wanted his teeth done. So we did that and it's his show. Wow, It's all about the connections. And what was yeah. it like acting? So you
1: know, you were saying you're a little bit nervous about you know being in front yeah. of people. So what was it, it like? It is a,
2: it's a different kind of thing. So I've done sketch work before mm. on comedy things, and you know, I think so. I've never had acting lessons. I, I would like to probably do it to to learn the craft mm. because it is it is something you got to learn. Some people have some natural ability, and I think I've got some natural ability with comedy timing and stuff, and which is a hard thing to get apparently if you don't have it so but what's a few actors i know have told me is you've you've got to basically learn the lines enough so that it becomes you and you Mm. become the person as long as you become the person you just talk
0: yeah you're just talking yeah
2: yeah, yeah. so that's it's not acting then it just becomes talking so you have a conversation you know your lines and the beauty of this because it's comedy you can ad-lib a lot Uh, Mm. so i i know the character it was almost like it was written for me though to be fair Brilliant. And yeah, I've I've learned the lines, I've delivered the stuff, I've done the first sort of little scene thing. Look, uh, yeah, hopefully well, that comes across. You have got a across. lot, got a got lot of going on. Exciting. Yeah, so that'd be that'd be cool, to what man. What you were saying before,
0: without, without owning a dental practice, lots of these things could never have happened because you'd need to be working to earn, so you wouldn't yeah. have the freedom
2: to yeah, do yeah. that. For the past sort of year and a bit, I was working one day a week. And that's that allowed me the Usually time, the time yeah. to to focus on so many other things because I'm spinning spinning so many plates and obviously within Dentistry as well, we've got Avant Garde that takes up a lot of yep. time and planning. Um, I've got other business projects and the brand work. I still get quite a lot yep. of brand work. I'm working with quite a few big brands and there's there's another couple of things coming soon, um, which are super exciting as well. And that it takes time making content is is a full time job.
1: Wow,
0: you're not you're not short sure of stuff to do. What? What makes you happiest of all the things that you do? What's the one thing that
2: you really get drawn to? Music. Is it? Yeah. Aside from obviously spending time with yeah, the yeah. kids and yeah, family yeah, 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 and the yeah. important stuff, if it, it's just music, when I'm in the studio, I've got a studio at home. When I'm in the studio, and I put my headphones on that. That's my most, um, lost. Yeah. Comfortable, happy time. Yeah. I could spend hours yeah. without even knowing that it's been hours. Hmm. I, I'm starting to think I have ADHD. Genuinely, not, and that's not a joke because I've got friends that now, as adults, are getting diagnosed with it, and I'm seeing so many of their characteristics I share. Mm. So, and I, I don't think that's a bad thing at all. I think that's that's like a superpower to be able to mm. focus on something, and also the other traits that come with it. Um, but music, man, hundred percent. Mm. I'll, I'll start at like 10 p.m. We put the kids to bed, say goodnight to my wife, she'll go to bed, and then before I know it's like five in the morning. Wow! And I've made a tune. And I hear it the next day, and it's terrible. It's seemed good at the time. I right? spent like seven but hours. It's funny isn't it? My life. if
0: you've got something that's a passion that you really love, <laughs> I mean, everyone will have something they love. Hmm. You, you just can't stop doing it. Yeah, and it doesn't feel like doesn't, effort at no. all, does it?
1: No. So that I, I always think everyone's got a song in them. I read this thing that. Uh, The, uh, you know, Cher's song, I Believe, whatever it was, I believe, or whatever it was. Do Um, you believe It was written by an ex-bank manager. I think
0: your version was slightly better than your (laughs) version. But I mean,
1: (laughs) how about that? The uh, world famous song written by an ex-bank manager. Yeah. Ex-bank manager. there you go. He obviously had
2: had an affinity for that and smashed it.
0: But he... he, We can't keep talking as much fun as it would be because people want food and drink and stuff, but we always finish in the same way. We always ask our guests the same two questions. So the first question is, if you could be the fly on a wall in a situation, where would you like to be? What wall would you be hovering on? and What would you be looking down on? What situation?
2: Bloody hell. Um, This is PG, right? Yeah. so you? Can do let's keep like. it PG, so i won't say that one that i was about to <laughs> um do you know what i would genuinely like to be a fly on the wall in the government when they chat about nhs dentistry because i don't understand what they're doing i don't, I don't think, understand I don't they do either. yeah what they're talking about <laughs> what the conversation is how are they getting it so wrong that everybody who's who's advising yeah who is who is giving them advice who is coming up with the the situations Mm -hmm. I don't understand so I'd love to be a fly on the wall listening to it because I reckon it's a mockery I don't Mm -hmm. even think they're talking about it they just get together and have some jokes and pop some champagne I, I don't know what they're doing so I genuinely like to know chocolate covered biscuits as well with everything, no, with sprinkles no. and all of that, Krispy <laughs> Kremes, jammy Posh donuts biscuits. all over the place, because I, I genuinely don't know. So I'd, lo- I'd love to be in there and just listen to them and go, what are you lot chatting about? Mm. How are you going to fix this? Mm. Where's the plan? I'm not sure there is one. No. So that, that would be interesting. Cool. And as a follow-up,
0: if you could meet somebody, if you were given the opportunity to meet one person. Alive sit down, or dead? A living or
1: dead, doesn't matter. Oh. Fact, fact or fiction? <laughs> yeah, if you to, yeah, we don't care. We just want to know who it might be.
2: There, there's two people. If it was... We said one. I can do dead and I can do alive. <laughs> oh, All right, go, we'll go, go. Because yeah, yeah, okay, the yeah. this is uh, Dentology Live and never been done before. <laughs> you can, <laughs> yeah, you, you d- can have two. You can there's right. no so. point having Dentology dead, is it? <laughs> but actually, actually, to be fair, the Alive one, I don't anymore. So I'll do the Alive one first. Will Smith. Yeah. So Will Smith had a massive impact on me growing up because of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Mm. So I, I was never a shy kid, but my mannerisms, Eddie Murphy and Will Smith, I used to copy both of them in the way they delivered stuff, in, the, in their style, in their kind of comedy, in their timing. I would copy, if I ever did... Celebrity Mastermind Fresh Prince of Bel-Air Would be my chosen Specialized subject right. I'm not That'd even joking episode, so yeah. good, Listen I've, <laughs> I've seen every episode Multiple times I know a lot about that show And I used to copy was, I used to use his lines When I was chatting to girls When I was young <laughs> I'm <laughs> not even I'm not even joking That's the truth So him I really 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 Wanted to meet him And I followed his career And I loved his movies And then <laughs> Like in the last Three or four years Things changed, man The slap mm. yeah, oh, Just move bruv. over a bit the Just slap. in case you bruv, The slap hurt because it just, it just tanked everything, He's didn't it, really? Yeah. And actually, even before the slap, there's just a lot going on with him and his situation. I'm just like, rah, oh, that's, that's just not good, man. But it would have it been Will Smith. I would have loved to meet. I probably would still like to meet him. Hmm. The Rock and Kevin Hart. I'm going to slide that in. Wow. There's we, about eight people now we, I want to meet. We jumped yeah, so, off
1: one pretty quickly, didn't we? And, and I didn't yeah. know they died. No, 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 and they, they haven't. The, oh, no, no, no but to be,
2: Okay, the dead person is Michael Jackson. And I don't give a damn about any of that nonsense story that you lot were telling me or people were saying about Michael Jackson, right? He never touched nobody, (laughs) apparently. But uh, Michael Jackson, no, but genuinely Michael Jackson. Again, growing up. So in Iran, we didn't have a lot of Western influence stuff. There Uh was a a video man, we used to call them, right? They'd come around to your house with with a suitcase full of videos from the West. And it would be movies, it would be music videos, it would be stuff. And Thriller was the video I would have every week Right. and I'd watch it and I'd learn the dance steps so actually the filler video that I did which is cool that was something I always wanted to do yeah that was really good man but Michael Jackson um, his music his everything he was like the icon for everybody that was you know born in the 80s right Yeah. so I would have loved to have met him and just had a chat yeah.
0: did you get to see him live?
2: so I had tickets so the for the, this, the four, what was it, it called? the O2 thing the, the O2 thing 50 yeah. di- the 50 yeah so I had I had box tickets for that yeah and sadly didn't make it mm. But yeah, him or I'm going to say The Rock now because I think he's what he's done is unbelievable. He's li- you, f- you worry about spinning yeah. plates. The Rock has 35 mm. plates. Mm. He's just doing everything, and, and to it,
1: transition from what he was to what he's become is to what he's become yeah, is incredible.
2: Course, yeah. And we share the same eyebrow.
1: <laughs> and uh, so, phys- no, not physique. No, no.
2: <laughs> mate,
1: I'm getting up every day going to the gym. Bro. give me, give me, give me a, a sum up. You'll be there. You'll be there. I'll be
0: there.
2: Well, thank you. Um, it's been brilliant absolute
0: joy No, thank you absolute guys so before we wrap really, up though can really I do something
2: enjoyable. I want to get a video with all you guys in it because <laughs> it would be it would be a crime not to and then slap this up on the socials right so let me see if I can if I get over this way I can get everybody in there alright let's record it now the lighting oh my god I am I am blessed with the lighting <laughs> let's record this right now Hello, Bookface and Instagram, Family Lamadam. So, what I'm doing this evening is I'm recording a podcast live in front of an audience. Say hello, everybody! Yay. Yay. <laughs> oh my gosh, Dentology Live in the house with esteemed colleagues, dentists, and other people in our industry. The mic is ruining my flow. Let me come over here. And it's been an amazing time. We just wrapped up. But I want to say massive thank you to everybody here. Make some... Oli. oli oli. It's so good when they do that. So, yeah, this is what I've been doing tonight. Big up. And the lighting is blessing me right now. This is my life. This <laughs> is... <laughs>
0: Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dentology, where we discuss the business of dentistry. If you like what you heard, please do subscribe where you found this episode. That would be amazing. And also follow us on Instagram.